Hey everyone, Trace here. Welcome back to Seeker Plus. This is a show where we're going to take a large thing and we're going to break it into smaller things, like they do with rocks in space. Seriously, because that's what we're covering today, asteroids. June 30th is World Asteroid Day, so we're going to raise awareness for the plight of the planet. You can advance all you want in the Matrix or in the internet, but if an asteroid shows up, that was me slicing my neck. Not good. But that's neither here nor there. We don't actually have a podcast about asteroid impacts, so we probably should make one. Tweet me at Trace Dominguez or us at Seeker if you think so. But today what we're going to talk about is asteroid mining, because getting to the asteroids is actually the big difficult part. Today we're going to talk about what an asteroid actually is, how dangerous they are, if we can mine them, and how useful they could be if we do, and much, much more. It's going to be so awesome. This is a fun rebroadcast of an episode, so let's kick into it. Seeker Plus is sponsored by Rivers of Oil from Minnesota Public Radio. Rivers of Oil takes a look at the hidden world of oil pipelines that flow beneath our feet. It's really incredible, guys. It's really cool. The show explores why the oil pipelines are at the forefront of an epic tug of war between our dependence on oil and the risk that oil poses, the future of our world. And I know that we're talking about fusion and fission in this Star Trek-based episode, but right now we've still got oil. So, in true Seeker Plus fashion, we should all break it down so we understand it a bit better. And Rivers of Oil does that, and it helps us understand and the role that we play in this story, too. So check it out wherever you get Asteroids were first discovered in 1801 when Giuseppe Piazzi was looking at the space between Mars and Jupiter, and he found a bright spot. It looked kind of like a star, but it was too close, and he eventually realized it was a tiny celestial body. It got the name Ceres. They called it an asteroid, which is Greek for star-like. Asteroids are rocky, irregular-shaped objects orbiting in outer space. They can be gigantic, hundreds of miles across, and some are even big enough to give off their own significant gravitational pull. They could also be very tiny, of course, you know, the size of pebbles and small rocks. But asteroids are classified as inactive. They are made of rock, and they orbit the sun. They must also be smaller than a planet. Sometimes they're called minor planets or planetoids. What an asteroid is not is also a meteoroid. You've probably heard of that. And these are smaller asteroids, essentially. They could go from a grain of dust all the way up to about a meter, but they don't have to be made of rock. They could be a chunk of an asteroid that broke off or a chunk of a comet. They are also orbiting the sun. They are also not meteors. A meteor is a flash of light emitted when a meteoroid enters our atmosphere and then burns up. It's just the light. It doesn't actually have a physical thing. Then there's a meteorite, which is whatever part of a meteoroid that doesn't burn up and might reach the ground here on our planet. There's also a dwarf planet that is not an asteroid. Ceres used to be considered an asteroid. Now it fits the definition of a dwarf planet. Ceres is 600 miles across, and though it does exist in the asteroid belt, it is not an asteroid. Pallas and Vesta are known as the largest asteroids in the asteroid belt, which is pretty much where asteroids are found. Asteroids mostly live in the asteroid belt, which really weirdly does not have a name. It's just the asteroid belt or the main belt. And that's between Mars and Jupiter, like I said earlier. It's the largest collection of 